Twice. So, and welcome to the Going Ones Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch Hello. and Spencer. Hi. We got uh, a great show for you today. Uh, I'm going to start off the show like always, saying follow us on TikTok and Instagram at the Going Ones Pod on TikTok and the Going Ones Podcast on Instagram. So, did not forget it this week, keeping the streak kind of alive. As long as you forget next week, Starting last week. One. The streak what? is alive. The re- the yeah, start, re- alive. I restarted the streak, but it, it, it's still there. It's still there. Uh, we had an interesting week. Uh, a lot of tight games in uh, the Going Ones League. Uh, I'm going to start off with the game that is not so close, and that is uh, me versus Rob's Quesadillas. Uh, I'm projected uh, 167. Who do I have going? That makes no sense. Who do I have going? That just seems like a weird. I'm already at 166. Oh, it's defense. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes a little more sense. Makes cool. more sense. Well, it's weird seeing the 166 and seeing I'm only projected one more point. So, like, that didn't – it threw me off for a second there. Uh, and Rob's, he had 121. So, good week for Rob's. But, um, yeah, I just happened to have a, a good week this week. So, worked out. Um, then we got uh, the next um, another matchup between Hammer Time and Kareem. Uh, Hammer Time's projected to win 139 to 136. Right now it's actually pretty close. Uh, Hammer Time has McCaffrey and Debo left. Kareem has um, Hopkins and uh, Taylor McBride left. Trey. So, Trey McBride. <laughs> this is a weird scoring week right now. Yeah, I think Taylor McBride. I think I went to school with her. But uh, what? I think that's the name I went to school with back in uh, elementary school. <laughs> but um, that's why I think that was my name. <laughs> but anyway... But yeah, Hammer Time's projected to, projected to win, but it's gonna be uh, be a little bit close there. What a great um, what a great sidebar that was. Yep. I just want to know why I got the name wrong. Next, we got Tyler versus uh, he lost to Merce. Uh, Tyler lost one hundred to uh, one twenty five projected, but it's already one thirteen. He already lost. Um, it seems like Spencer just lost the player. Ah! Who got lost? Rondale. His question will return with a groin. Ouch. It's a lot of daily lineups for me. That sucks. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't so uh, I go, go ahead. Next I'm matchup. Fine. Next matchup is um, you know, Fields uh, Fields uh, 2-0 uh, versus uh, Steven's team. Uh, it might be Fields 3-0. Might be uh, Fields 2-1. Um, it's projected 118 to 125. Steven's team winning. Steven's team needs 10 points from Ayuk and Elijah, Mitchell. and Elijah Mitchells. Um so. We'll see how this goes. It's going to be kind of close. This rain doesn't give me hope that Elijah Mitchell, but I, again, I think it's five points is like pretty like easy for both of them. But you might get lucky this rain could could mess with stuff. Yeah, I feel neutral about this. I'm praying praying to every uh, God that will listen right now. So. I mean, on the plus side, you know, you can if you if you lose, you can focus on next year. And if you win, hope's still alive. Yeah. So the win-win situation, I, I think. I had an okay week. It is what it is. Yeah, 118 is not the worst, but right. there are a lot of weird – this is like I high scores but low scores at the same time. I would have killed ahead this week like, you know, five weeks ago, but when I need wins, I need more than 118. And then fin- finishing off, we got going twice uh, versus Dead Man Tells No Tales. Uh, projected 111.81 to 111.50, <laughs> but that is with uh, Rondale um, not in the picture right now. Oh. So it's going to be really tight still, um, but it's not looking Rex great Rex. unless uh, Jimmy G. I look like Professor X before he's about to get murdered in Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's how I look like right now. 
So it's going to be a little My bit close. My head's about to get snapped off. <laughs> and the Scarlet Witch is just going to kill everybody. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bit indifferent about this because it'd be oh, nice. are you? <laughs> yeah, well. Are you? <laughs> if, I mean, you know, you're a real prick sometimes when you talk about matchups. I just got to say. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I'm going to say, like, you losing, like, makes me feel a lot more confident, like, locking in a playoff spot, because it would have made a little less, like... I'm, like, four games behind you, dude. I, I understand you're four Scotty, games behind me. what are you... <laughs> this big. This big. But it makes me feel a little more confident God. there. It takes another team out of it. But also, it been really nice for you to beat going twice, because uh, it could have moved me up to second place. But either way, it works out fine. Same thing with you, Mitch. I would like it. Give me another gap, another game between Steven's team. Um, but again, gets another team that uh, gets conjecting the playoffs. And like my other thing is too, I playing you guys in the playoffs. I don't want to lose to you guys in the playoffs. Like that's what's my bigger fear. Because you like losing to us in the regular season. So well, no, I'm at regular season. More. I have a good He's record against you guys right now. He remembers the playoffs more. Yeah, it just it feels a lot worse losing to you guys and it does losing to like anybody else. Because I don't have to see yeah. you guys all the time. I, <laughs> I I have to see every. I see you guys a lot. So it's like, it's a lot. It's really annoying just having to go see you guys and just knowing, like, hey, how's it being in the playoffs? Oh, wait, you're out of it. It's like, <laughs> it's a little bit annoying there. Um, I mean, has Mitch done that a lot since yeah, he beat you? Know, you it's, oh. it's, so, not, it's not okay, that so, much, but no, I you think say it's, it's us, You say it's Mitch. You say it's <laughs> Mitch. You did the last two years. Yeah, you and did. I have played each other once, and that was it. I've definitely teased it with the playoffs. Yeah, but it's more like the fact just seeing you, like, seeing you guys you there, you guys can hold it over my head. It's just like, I, I just like to not have something over my head to be able to kind of, like, be able to drag on the season a little bit more to make it a little bit fun, um, but yeah, so it's a little bit scary. And again, if you guys sneak, you guys sneaking into the playoffs beating me is a lot worse than like teams that were in the playoffs already. Because if you guys sneak in the playoffs and beat me, story. it looks yeah, it makes me look a, a lot worse. So, um, but yeah, so going on here, uh, looks like if, if all projections hold up, uh, hammer time going once. Honestly, everything's gonna stay the exact same. The only thing that's gonna jump up is uh, Merce is gonna move up to fifth place. And then everyone else is just going to move down for projections. So, um, it's got to be like Zach's highest scoring week. It might be. <laughs> it might be for Zach. So, and he does have, I think Chase is going to come back semi soon, probably like in two weeks. So, yeah, he's probably going to miss this week, but next week he has a chance to come back. Yeah, him coming back in like the playoffs would be big for him. So, that's all he needs really needs for him. But I really <sighs> wish I could have got a trade for him to work out, but it never, it never happens. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be hitting up his. I'll be hitting them up when I lose this week. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's where it's going to stand right now. Um, nothing's – I wish this had the projections like ESPN does where it does show the, uh, like, percentage of making the playoffs. That makes it a little bit more interesting just to see it because it's going to be fun to talk about. But other than that, Yahoo's a much better app. Not sponsored. But we'll be sponsored by Yahoo. <laughs> going once, we'll have their own uh, fantasy site here soon. It'd be terrible, honestly. I don't know if I could do that. So, I don't. I don't think we have an app, uh, app, app developer. Considering none of us know how to use that tech at all. Yeah, I don't think we have an app developer in our uh, my, budget. My laptop took twenty minutes to turn on. You think I can? <laughs> <laughs> our budget barely, uh, barely does like the pop we can get this week every week. So, wait, so, wait, you provide us pop? I, you, there's always, uh, there's always drinks in my house. I want to take one to go. <laughs> no, they're not to go. Not to go. <laughs> you have to be here. That's the one stipulation. But yeah, so that's this this week right now. Um, next week, uh, I think we have actually some tight matchups. So I'm playing Tyler next week. Hammer Time's playing going uh, going twice. Uh, Kareem's playing Mitch. So that's a good matchup there. Um, <laughs> Rob's is playing uh, 
Dead Man, which is, would be a must win for Spencer there. I mean, uh, this week was kind of a must win for me. It is a must win, but I think this is also because again, like yeah, like what do you mean? I have won three games this year, so I think you can still get in though. Because I said I'm playing Tyler next week, and then you're playing Robs, and then Merce is playing uh, Stevens team. Scotty, I've already gone through the schedule. I I, I am pretty well aware of what my odds are. All right, well, you know what? Next week, do we do the? I want to do the. uh, I don't think we did the cousins matchup that second week. I think I, I took it with Tyler, the week two, I believe so. So I think we gotta make it. Hammer time versus going twice because be the game for first place. Seems like the ma- potentially the game for first place. If Spencer wins, it's Robs versus Dead Man, or it's yeah Robs versus Spencer. And if Spencer loses, it's Hammer time versus going twice. That's gonna be the matchup right there. So that that's what we're gonna say right now. Okay, is not determined yet. We're gonna see the end of this matchup to see if Spencer gets uh the break of a lifetime. But yeah, Kyler Murray's uh, hamstring is not a uh, hamstring injuries. Are the I didn't most... even want Kyler this year, and he has screwed me over at every step of the way. I think it goes. I think if we're gonna rate injuries. It goes number one concussions. They're just annoying. Well, now they are more annoying now. Yeah. So concussions. Then I'm gonna go hamstring, and then it's ankle. Yeah, absolutely. It's just always that because anything else is most of the time the end of the year. Like stuff like knee is typically like it just you're automatically on IR. Yeah, it's like, like you're almost automatically on IR with knee, but like. Uh, ankle gets annoying too because you don't know ankle as either like well unless you have the a- best ankle expert on the show but you get um, either like anywhere from like one week to like eight months it's like you have no and idea what's plays, gonna happen he pulls a Mike Williams has one catch and then is out yeah says he's 200% and yeah. just like just hurts his ankle again yeah with that we're gonna go into the injuries of the week um, starting off we got uh, Kyle Pitts uh, he has knee going in IR honestly it's not that big uh, Kyle Pitts just sucks right now. Um, just it's not Kyle Pitts' fault. I'm not gonna just blame Kyle Pitts. That that happens. Yeah. So I think I still have, I still have some, I'm never gonna draft him. Now I know for a fact I'm never gonna draft him. He would have to fall in the eighth round for me to draft him. Um, <laughs> he'll be like. I, I still six. think his I think his talent just still kind of get. Yeah, it's gonna be like how Hawkinson was like last year with not not being injured, but like Hawkinson's more like the team value wise of him. It's gonna be like, all right, well, he still has a talent there. That you still you do still see the elite athleticism from him, but then you also see them just not getting used. So you see him in the four yeah, plays he gets used. The, the, his biggest problem is like the team won't use him. It's not his all fault. Right. So I kind of feel like next year they're gonna use him a little bit more. Um, we thought that going into this year. That's fair. That is fair. I do feel like next year they're gonna use him a little more. I'm staying away from him 100. percent You can. He's already off my draft list next Clip year. It. Clip this. So he will not be on my when draft list next year. He is his favorite tight end target. He will not be my favorite unless he's eighth round pa- passed. If he's in the eighth I'm round, not to say I will consider it. But I'm, I'm, I'm I am 99 percent sure. I, uh, I, I guess not, I can never be 100, percent but I can be 99.9 percent sure Kyle Pitts will not be on my team next year. I did not draft him, so I am not burned by these scars. So I would probably be the likeliest of the three to draft him next year because I didn't have to deal with it. We also got uh, Justin Fields uh, has a shoulder this slash sucks. hamstring injury. This really sucks. Um, <sighs> like we talked about. And hamstrings are annoying. He is a rushing quarterback. Um, the shoulder meant nothing to me, honestly. Like the shoulder could be injured. Like he doesn't throw anyway. So we'll we're, just not throw a shoulder. We're perfectly fine. Except I believe he has play. Who's he playing? That? It's he plays the Jets. The Jets. So like passing is not gonna be great for him anyway. But if he can't run, Jets are a good defense. Yeah, it's gonna suck. If so, he's, yeah, if he's limited, that's scary because you've been riding in the game. yeah you've been riding in the lightning. And with two injuries to the shoulder and hamstring, it's like, well, he's a very hard person to trust in that matchup. Yeah, so I'd be a little bit scared with him there, but just keep an eye out for him. If he is fully healthy, he still 
you have, still have to play him because if his ham, if he ends up being fine with that hamstring, you can be running all over. He's going to be running all the time. But if he doesn't I have, a, have that, I have a gross question to ask. Sure. If you're looking at matchups next week, you have Justin Fields versus the Jets, or you can play Aaron Rodgers versus the Titans. Who do you pick? I was. They just play. They just play the Titans. They play. Philadelphia. Phil, oh, never mind. So, so similar thing there, yeah. So similar never thing mind. there. Sorry, I thought if they he's were healthy, the Titans. I, I, even if it was the Titans, I, I would have picked. I, uh, I would have still picked Fields over the Titans. Move. Titans yeah, are like the be, one of the best like defenses out there too right now. They just play so scrappy. I do not want to touch them. I believe I have it up somewhere. Um, passing yards. Uh, actually, they're not picked right against passing. They're actually the worst against passing. So you actually do want to part anybody against Tennessee. <laughs> Uh, they're really good against the rush. They only let up like 86 yards this year, like per game, and that's the best in the league. I will say, any team that has to play Justin Fields though has kind of like got that skewed a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, they're like the best in the league there. Uh, we also got Joe Mixon uh, with a concussion, uh, probably missing a week. I didn't really see too much about this, so maybe it's not that bad. But again, concussions are typically led to a week. I, I haven't seen anyone miss that week yet. Um, they play. They play Tennessee, which is the best running defense anyway. So might save you some points there, but also could hurt you there, depending on who you have in the lineup. Uh, Melvin Gordon got cut. Not injured, but he got cut. I'm going to throw him in this list right now. Dude, Mitch. the fact – I'm so mad at the Broncos. Go ahead. Take it away. The fact that I had to get half of Javante Williams to start the year because Melvin Gordon was so good, he deserved touches, that he got cut for freaking Eno Benjamin – and, uh, or was it Chase Edmonds? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds and freaking Latavius Murray off the street. Yeah, and then Chase Edmonds, got, Chase Edmonds got left too. Like, it was just all that stuff happened oh, there. Oh, dude, like, it's so stupid. Yeah, like, who would have thought Latavius Murray would be, like, the only guy there? The end of, like, just the end of the year. Like, you start the year with Javante and Melvin, and it's like, odds that it ended with Latavius and Chase Edmonds. Yeah. And Chase Edmonds also is injured yeah, as well. He has an hurt. ankle injury as well. Um, Didn't see his ankle injury, so I cannot put my expertise on this. And again, Chase Edmonds doesn't care, so I'm not gonna risk my uh, I, my record against Chase Edmonds. I hate the Broncos so much. I yeah. do. I I will say I Loki. I I actually Loki want the Browns to get Melvin Gordon. Uh, I think it kind of just cutting. They're gonna get rid of Hunt next year, so I think like that good would be a good combo there. I just I mean they're not gonna sign him to a multi year deal. No, I don't think so either. But I don't know if you necessarily need to sign him to a multi year. He's gonna need to prove himself again anyway. It's too much of a fumble. Oh, so you're saying like once the season's over. Oh, I, I think season. I think next. Okay. I said next. I thought year. you meant like claim him and he's on the roster, and I'm like that. Seems no, no, weird. no. Oh, this year the Browns should not claim anybody right now. They should just. I mean, I know like tanking doesn't really help them out. But, they have no picks. Right, but I mean, it has to help out in the long run if they can get like better, like third round picks or something like that too, mm-hmm. where they can package some people together. Um, yeah, uh, I also think like I know Melvin's like fumbling a lot, but like he was a leader in the locker room and like. How do you explain this to all the veterans on that defense? Like the team, the offense sucks, so I don't feel like getting rid of Melvin Gordon helps you. Season over. Yeah, like That's they're they're yeah, and they don't have picks either, so they yeah, just they get rid of all their first. Their season's over. Uh, Hackett is probably all done. I'd be shocked if he's there next year, let alone the end of this year. Yeah, I'm not sure who they could blame, so I'm not sure. What's I mean, it's going to be the coach. It's not going to be QB who got 250 well, yeah. million dollars or. Yeah, it's going to be a weird, or maybe they just chalked this up as, like, a learning year, but, like, it seems like a weird learning year, and that does not seem like the Broncos' mentality either. No, they did this to win now, and they went are currently, what, 3-7? and seven? 
Uh, I believe so. And they just and lost they... the Raiders, so like that's not a good sign. No. That was the only team they looked good against. Yeah, that's why it was like, <laughs> hey, you can ma- probably start these players against them. Nope. Yeah, so I don't know what to really expect moving forward. But other than that, yeah, but Melvin Gordon got cut and Chase Edmond got an ankle. So Latavius Murray, I like him moving forward. But He's again, not like as a like guy there. a great. Yeah, I love him as like putting in your flex spot like for the rest of the year. I don't really love him anywhere else. This day, I don't necessarily want to be my number two running back. But if he is your flex spot, especially for like the next well, no, no buys this week. But like thirteen or fourteen, there's some bias. Super weird. That this is like no buys this week, but next two weeks. Are. I have a I, I was thinking I, I had the same thought about this. I think it's just because it's Thanksgiving. It's like we can't be really be. It seems almost unfair to have, give some people Thanksgiving buys. I, I don't know exactly. That's not the full reason, but like yeah. I, it feels. It Do feels you right. know the uh, so right now it's only it's Latavius and no one if Chase Evans is gonna miss like weeks. Do you know who their second, the next running back up on their depth chart is? This seems like a um, well not not uh, Ryan, what's his name? Uh, I was gonna, not not what's his name? Uh, yeah. Freeman. This seems like a Freeman situation. Freddie Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, Fre- no, 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 is Devontae Freeman? Damn it, you messed me up. <laughs> uh, Devontae. Uh, you to baseball uh, when you said Ryan Howard. Yeah, just, um, no, it's a uh, Marlon Mack. Oh, that seems like a Mac time right now. Yeah. But no. So, yeah, I swear it, to God, Murray. if Latavius Murray gets half the work and Marlon Mack gets the other, I feel like the defense, like, oh, who's uh, – Pat Sertain is just going to come up and clock. <laughs> just hack it. Or hack it. Beat up everyone on offense. What are you doing? <laughs> um, another who cares injury, uh, Eclair. Uh, Clyde Edwards, Eclair. Yeah, he's cuttable. Um, you don't need him. Yeah, we were talking about this before. Ooh. Um this just feels really good for me, just the whole point about me trying to trade him the whole year. I mean, uh, I, I I tried to. I really did. And he just no one would pull out the weirdest trade ever in auction. Yeah, it worked out. Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about We'll talk about small a little bit later. But, yeah, that was a good trade. Uh, turned out to be, like, probably the best – one of the best trades of the year. That's what I'm saying. That's how weird – like, you would never expect those two names to be the best trade of the year. No, not at all. Canaris uh, Tony, uh, hamstring injury. This is the funny part about him because, like, you just – he he looks so good, and then he gets injured. Like this is literally his pattern. He's gonna be out probably like two games. He's gonna come back, look amazing, get no injured. One, no one's gonna start him in that first game back. Yeah, and then start him with the second game. What you and then do? he gets hurt again. Yep. Yeah. So I was a big Tony guy. I uh, completely Tony. forgot about these injuries. I just Tony. completely forget about how injury prone he is. When he went on the Chiefs, like different uniform, you're like, oh, that's nice. It just resets. It just resets. Really like that you just think he can make it. Just yeah, he cannot stay healthy. So. Uh, he's gonna be the most annoying guy to ever like be on a team because again next year he's gonna be the same thing. He's gonna be like you kind of want him, but like at the same Seriously. time you're not gonna want him. Well, I still like Juju a lot though. I think Juju is gonna be well, good that's on if his he's team. Back. He signed a one year deal, so there's no guarantee he's going back to the Chiefs. Speaking of the another annoying guy, uh, next would be yeah Mike Williams uh, <laughs> comes back feeling 200 percent after his ankle injuries and uh, hurt his ankle again. Got the double wrap first catch. On the plus side, tip- it looked like it was his other ankle. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. It's not. It's the same. <laughs> On the plus side? It looked like they wrapped the other ankle, though. Go, Devo, go! Oh. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. Mike Williams also got injured there. Uh, so, it's not great for uh, – not, not great moving forward with him. He's going to be a tough guy to play even if he is healthy again. No, you have to see it first. So. He, like, even if he said – because I saw a quote today. Staley said – it's not a major injury, or, like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, well, you can't really say that when he has a high ankle sprain, gets hurt the first catch of the game. Like, I think it's almost better to— You can't start him the first week he's back next time. They got a good—they kind of got a good schedule. They can they win do have a good every schedule. game. That's what's tough. 
And they can win every game. They kind of need everyone. They got the Cardinals. Um, they have the Raiders. So I don't. The Raiders they definitely don't need a Mike Williams. Um, <laughs> the Cardinals they probably don't. I, I the Cardinals are a weird team. I can never get a can never get a good read on them. And then they got the Dolphins, which they definitely need somebody for there. They got the Titans, which they can still win, but again they're gonna have to win scrappy. The Colts, they can beat. The Rams, they can beat. And the Broncos, they can beat. So they really have a good stretch coming out of there. But they're anyway, you can play the Rams hot. right now. Yeah, so they're going to need a good stretch coming up. Uh, next, we got uh, Matthew Stafford uh, with a concussion, not a concussion. They rule him out for a concussion, but they said he's not in protocol for a concussion. So, again, doesn't make any sense there. It's so wild. Just seems like probably don't plan on playing Stafford next week. And, again, you probably shouldn't have been planning on playing Stafford next week anyway. That means if Stafford's not playing, you're really not playing any of the Rams players. Yeah, you're sticking away from pretty much. Like, Allen Robinson got bailed out by a touchdown. Do you guys know what Ben Skoranek did, the wide receiver two? Uh, no, he was like wide receiver. The guy looked at him. He was like wide receiver, like 76. Because Tutu Atwell did good. He had one catch oh, for two, four two, yards. That's what yeah, Ben Skoranek yeah, two, did. Yeah, two, Tutu and, uh, two, two and uh, Robinson both finished at wide receiver 13 this week. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, we also got uh, Wondell Robinson. Uh, this sucks. He, he, finally, he finally had a good game. I don't know who added in this little bit here. Um, uh, uh, we're supposed to use the regular amount of time. No, he's he tore his ACL. I know. He oh, tore his okay. ACL. So yeah. Oh, I didn't know he tore his ACL. You didn't know that? No, you no, no. That? I didn't no, hear yet. Yeah, that was sarcasm I added. So you know, I really did not. Time. I did not see the ACL thing yet. I was like, I was looking for what his injury was. So his yeah, ACL. ACL so yeah, out for the year. Uh, yeah, don't don't like Wondell. Uh, going on. I we, do think that means Darius Slayton is like an every week start now. That's how I view it. I uh, I do I do kind of believe in that. Uh, but we'll get to more of that later. Oh, uh, we got uh, Jalen Warren. Uh, hamstring injury. Stupid. Again, you don't know that there. So Najee's just gonna keep. Uh, They're kind of using Najee a little bit better. Najee looked a little bit better this week. He looks week. so much better. Like by far, this is the best he's looked all season. So uh, they're going to start using – the Steelers are figuring something out. I really like it for next year. I like the Steelers team next year. I don't love the Steelers team next year, but I think they're going to have, like, valuable plays. Cause, again, Najee's going to probably – Najee's dropping in rounds-wise. So, like, Najee in, like, the Najee third – Na- Yeah, Najee in the third and or fourth pass, round, like, looks a little bit better than Najee, like, almost in the first round. It's some, from, somewhere the first. But I don't necessarily abs- – I don't absolutely love this. So I still would – I'm still not, like, going to jump all in on him. But it does make him look a little bit better for next year. As long as TJ Watt plays, that team is good. Yeah, and that means dude. Players. Yeah, right. it, it, that switch with with and without him <laughs> is hysterical. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that that defense plays so much better. It makes absolutely no sense. They literally first game back interception. Like <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, we also got uh, Michael Carter with a chest injury. Now this is not the we, Michael Carter. I didn't even see. Yeah, no, no, no. This the Jets just conveniently have two oh, Michael the Carters. Corner? Did you put the corners injury on I, here? I put this on there just for fun because I did not know they had two Michael Carters. And I thought it was really <laughs> funny that it was like both Dude, Michael Carters. Dude, you gave me a freaking heart attack. I was like, what? I need him. No, no, no. Michael Carter just yeah, no. This is the cornerback got a chest injury. I just want to bring it up because I did not know they had two Michael Carters, and I'm pretty confident they're both like the second too, which made like, That's which was awesome. kind of funny. Um, but yeah, going on. Uh, we didn't talk about it last time, uh, but Dallas Goddard uh, shoulder went on the IR. They're optimistic that he's coming back to play this year, so it looks like it's only like a four-game like IR thing. It seems weird they put him on the IR. I, like I didn't think it was that looking, bad. They're looking more for playoffs. That's why. Right, yeah. so I think they they're playing safe. They think they can still win without him. They did look – that offense did look a lot worse without him, though. Him not having that safety net does kind of hurt him a little bit. Yeah. So, again, they're still a good team, but, yeah, he's still going to come back this year, so he should be coming back for, like, the um, the playoff times for you. So, yeah, definitely hold on to uh, – definitely hold on to Dallas Goddard. 
for the rest of the season. Um, we also got uh, Juju. Uh, he got uh, the concussion. I didn't, we didn't talk too much about it. Um, could be missing a. I think uh, we. I think we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I could be missing another week. But again, I'm hoping he comes back too. I'd I'd really bet love he him to come back. Another game. It just it looked really bad. It looked like Tua and Tua missed two games. So. And that's for that. And then they play. I'm always wondering if they play a little bit later. They no, they play the four o'clock game against the Rams. So they don't necessarily fully need it. Um, oh, against the Rams, yeah. But yeah, yeah, keep an eye out for him. If he is playing, you're obviously going to play him. He's going to be amazing. Holy crap! That was a sweet and catch. Uh, that was kind of no, Mitch's hope right there. No, it wasn't that good. Brandon Ayuk just scored a touchdown. Um, so it, it looks is. like Steven's team is going to it be moving t- forward. Ayuk too. Didn't uh, even look his way. Until that play. Yeah, Ayuk is like, I'm just going to bring this up really fast too while it's kind of like hot. Ayuk is, uh, is, is really is really hot right now. He's like, he's he's kind of a candidate for like the average man of the year. Like he I think just, he's better than that. He's like the late round draft pick of the year. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to be nominated this year for some some award, but he's been doing pretty good work. Like, but he hasn't done anything that crazy though either. He's just getting consistent. He's getting consistent work too. So it's like he's kind of in like both categories there. It's the... <laughs> Jimmy G. You can thank Jimmy G for that. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, Jerry Judy, uh, ankle injury. Uh, I don't think we talked too much about that either. But, again, ankle injury, so probably not going to play next week either. Broncos still kind of scary to play. He obviously would be a play if he's playing. Uh, same with Sutton. But, like, I, I still don't think even with Sutton you're, like, excited to play him every week. You you're play like, him begrudgingly. Yeah, you love him in your wide receiver three spot. But, like, yep. that's about where you have the hope of him. I'm, seriously, I'm at the point. And it's not. It's 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 a lot of this is like it's not this player's fault. It's not Sutton's fault that Russ forgot how to quarterback apparently. But like I'm at the position now. It's like do I start not this week but like next week? It's like do I play Darius Layton or do I play Cortland Sutton? Like that's the range Cortland Sutton has fallen to to me. Yeah, it's that's a tough. That's actually a really tough decision with it there. Um, you probably got to ride the hot hand with that. But like Sutton, I also feel kind of safe in like getting you points. Yeah. Where, like, I could see Slayton getting an absolute without, goose egg. Without Judy, I agree with that. Right. He is just a safety net there. <sighs> and uh, finishing off, uh, Gus Edwards uh, with a hamstring injury. It seemed like he was kind of a game-time decision, so he could be back next week. And they already have a very, like, clustered backfield right now. So he's not really a guy you have to look too for. It's very terrible. Like, Gus Edwards is very good. If I saw him on the waivers, I'd probably pick him up. But I also don't necessarily feel so bad in dropping him. Yeah, I... I don't, I don't know. Like the, like the, like you said, the offense is a cluster, and the offense looks terrible. So it's like, how valuable is he going to be? Yeah, it, I don't even know if the Rams are going to get be able to fix it by the time the year is over. Yeah, it's a weird situation. And then also, also when J.K. Dobbins comes back, J.K. Dobbins is going to take right back over. So it's going to be even bigger of a mess. I don't there. know about take back over. Yeah, it just might get more, be more split. When he'll get it, eight touches and he'll take away from Gus. It's gonna be a big mess there. So I, I think Gus is in that weird category where I think if you have the space, keep him. But if you don't have the space, you can drop Gus there. But again, if I saw Gus on the waivers, I'd probably look into getting Gus. Like I'd also look to pick up Gus because he could be the guy over there too. Yeah. So he's kind of like a, he's in that weird range. But, it's tough, like you said, with the injury tears. It's like he has a hamstring, so that could flare up pretty easily again so it's just it's just gross the yeah. better your team is the more likely like you should go after because you yeah. can wait to play him. Yeah. yeah and then returning this week um we did just see the return of keenan allen uh we'll talk about him a little bit later um hollywood brown is gonna be returning next week he was actually 
possible of like coming in this week. I think they made the decision to like not force him into this week, especially with all the traveling and everything like that. So they and especially if they like if he was active and the the weather is like what it is, he wouldn't have played a lot anyway. Yeah, so I think just kind of stick. Uh, he's coming back next week, so he's gonna be. That's gonna be very interesting to see the return of like Hollywood Brown. Um, I guess Murray too. Uh, if Murray comes back and then getting that whole offense together, it's gonna be very exciting to see what they could be. It's gonna be very exciting to see what they could is be. It, next. Is it? It is gonna be exciting because again, it gives you some hope for next year too. It gives you a Who lot cares? of hope for next year. Who cares? They suck. Um, Kyler Murray's a trash panda. They need to figure out something. And, with he's it. a trash baby panda. I'm sorry. He's too. He's not tall enough to be a grown panda. Yeah, nah, he's uh, he's he's fine. He's definitely fine. Uh, you know, he has screwed some people over this year. I I have him in a league, and I did kind of like him in a lot of leagues. But again, you kind of have to hope with it there. I think they need their whole that that whole organization needs to like just sit down at brunch and just be like, what should we do next year? <laughs> at brunch. Yeah, I think not breakfast, not lunch. Needs well, Cameron needs to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> he's up late playing Warzone 2.0 all day. Yeah, so he's there. there. And also, uh, uh, Jameson Williams, he's coming back next week, so he's gonna be an interesting guy to watch. See how big of an like uh, well, impact he can make. Play. He was active, like his window's open, so there's no guarantee he comes back this week. Uh, I thought he was actually coming back. I thought he was going, he was going back like two weeks ago already, and he's like uh, he's been kind of open. Well, the, it was weird the entire time. It was like. Dan Campbell was like, um, like we hope to get him in December. And it's like, well, then he's, what, going to play three weeks and the season's over. But now it's, I don't know. Yeah, they're not really playing for anything, but I think they want to play for, I think Dan Campbell wants to play for hope. I don't necessarily think he's, like, hoping for all these big draft picks. I think they're, he's playing for just hope. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think he's going to come in. There. He's going to be an interesting guy to watch. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out for him. Is that If he's on the waivers, he's going to be a waiver pickup, especially for just your playoff hunt because – some injury is going to happen, and he could be the guy there. Um, going yeah. on to the, uh... he has three weeks to practice before he has to be added to the active roster. So there's no get, like he could still be out three more games. Okay, that's what that reserve means. Yeah. Um, going into the storylines now, um, guy that we're returning was uh, Keenan Allen. So that's a good one to start with. But yeah, it was a good start for Keenan Allen. He had like nine targets. It was only like five catches for ninety yards. It might have been four catches, but. I think it was five for ninety-four. But either way, he looked he he looked good there. They weren't even using him all the time there. So when he's on the field, he was getting used. Um, he should be pretty good moving forward there as long as he stays healthy. I'm still stick, sticking away from him next year. Um, again, unless he's an eighth round pick, he's really tough to stick away from an eighth round pick. I don't even know what he's gonna. <laughs> Sorry, funny yeah, play just happened. Yeah, I don't really know what he's gonna be next year. He he still has the talent to be high but he has that injury risk where it's like do you want to take it there i think there's a high risk the chargers do something at wide receiver so that's going to influence that decision oh, a yeah. lot. because yeah. he's attached to justin herbert so he's always going to be interesting right as it, long as he's somewhat able to play he seems like a fifth to sixth round pick next year to me uh that's where i, I, I see him kind yeah, of fall like there someone else's burden to me but <laughs> he, he like that's what, i don't want to i don't want to pick him either i really gotta again he's he's Less than Kyle Pitts. I, I can say he's probably like an 80% chance I don't draft him next year. Uh, I got a little place in my heart for Keenan Allen, but every time I draft him, he gets injured. So I might not do it just for the sake of Keenan Allen. <laughs> to keep him healthy? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't – depending on what they do, it's hard to trust him because he is older. He's, what, 32, 33, something like that. It and feels he, old. I feel like he's not that old. 30. So he'll be 31 next season. And his body is just starting to – 
betray him. So and we have never seen a good hamstring injury for old guys. Like nope. he just does not work out well. So that that's kind of one thing to kind of watch out for there. Um, next we got um, I think uh, it's, it's Jamal Williams over DeAndre Swift in Detroit for at least this year. My uh, spoiler, my nomination for Dead to Me Award is Jamal Williams because he has hurt me so many times this season. That seems like a weird dead to me. I understand the, the hurt part. That does well, not it's seem like. Well, because I have DeAndre Swift in the league too, and that's another reason I'm very upset at him. He, he just taken every touchdown, and then they just give DeAndre he Swift a pity touchdown every the year. In Twelve rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Like DeAndre Swift keeps getting a pity touchdown. Yep. Every game. Yep. They're like Jamal Williams get three. He's like, all right, here you go. You can have this one. They can go in. Like let him get it. Let him play. We don't like you, but we'll give you a touchdown. Yeah, you're playing. You're, it's like he's like you're playing Madden with like your little cousin. He's like, all right. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't I see that coming. I will be you seventy to zero. You can score a touchdown. Yeah, so I think it's Jamal. But again, it's, it's still kind of he got way more of the workload this week, so that does give me a little more faith in him. But I still see him both as just a touchdown dependent guy. They both don't get touchdowns, but again, the Lions are amazing getting touchdowns. They just can't stop him either. Yep. So it's kind of tough one there, but I think Jamal over DeAndre Swift for the rest of the season right now. But again, that can switch in a heartbeat. That really could switch in a heartbeat. Jamal could be like completely out of the game script. I thought this week I played a Swift in a lineup because I thought, I'm like, oh, Jamal had an illness all week. I did what you thought, and uh, it did not matter. Fade the illness. Yeah, I faded yeah. the illness. And it it only work. Illness only works if it's like up until game time. It has to it be. It was sick until like Thursday or Friday. Yeah, that's different. If you're sick and on Sunday, that's Bro. when you don't want to do it. That's how it goes. If they're, if they're sick and they get over and they, they take them off of it, that means they're good. If he's still sick, it's like that practice gets a little bit funky there. Um, it's also, a new thing sidebar, I've been I feel like Lamar it gets sick like twice a season. His immune system is weak as hell. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a little bit weird guy there. Um, which we can actually bring that up next. Um, what to do with Lamar Jackson. He's a really tough guy right now. Um, he has not been producing that much this year. I believe he's still kind of up there in the quarterback spots because he gets consistent points, but it's not like he hasn't been doing what he should be doing. He started he's, the, why, he's quarterback six still in the year. It's because he started the year on fire and has not done anything since then. That is correct there. Yeah. That is correct there. But, I mean, again, it's still like Geno Smith. Like, I still like Lamar over Geno. Like, I, I still do that there. It's just Lamar has no weapons outside of Andrews, and Andrews has been 50-50 like all season. Yeah, so he's coming back, Not but with season, him being back, he looked good the last there. Month or whatever. So I think he's still got to play him. I think he's just going to be. I'm. I'm open. I don't care if he does this bad there. I just hope like in the playoff time he kind of like, really steps it back up. But I mean, there's still like I. I don't necessarily trust like Marcus Mariota's up there. Marcus Mariota's the ninth no, best quarterback no, right no. now. Like, um, that's, you trust Lamar over all those guys every time, all day. Yeah, yeah right. I, it, there's very few people name, that are willing to you, start. The over. name Gino is where I am. Just like, huh? I'm because G- Gino has Walker. Metcalf and Lockett. Lamar only has Andrews, so like, there is that's where it gets a question. Like, yeah. I, I still don't know what I do, but like, that's the point. Like Mariota, I am not doing that. No, no, no. I just don't see the the thing. Especially is like, with losing Pitts the now, the big game like, is still there with Lamar. Like, that's the whole point about Lamar. Like, there's still that big game with Lamar in there, and Lamar is like, I'm just looking at that right now. That he has 40 more points than Geno Smith right now. And again, there is some big weeks there, but like, that's the biggest jump in quarterback spot right there. Then it goes into like basically that, that those guys are all still. He's still technically in that tier one, but he's like fading off of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the main guys you had Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, uh, healthy Justin Fields, and 
Joe Burrow right now are all right there. But yeah, the rest of it is the rest of the quarterbacks right now are, are kind of scary to play. I don't, I don't really love any of the quarterbacks besides the top six right now. Well, see, you love Justin Fields is what I just heard. Oh, that is what I, I heard too. I don't, I don't necessarily love him. Huh? Um, huh? What? I'm willing to start a relationship with him. Um, <laughs> I just don't necessarily know if I want to do it yet. You know, he seems like he's like he's the pretty boy right now, but he feels like a guy that's just like I'm not sure if he's a long term. Long-term relationship material, right? A little now. bit of a fling with Justin Fields right now. Like it's just like one of these things, not like the other. Like if you look at this list right <laughs> now, it's like it's Mahomes, Allen, and then like I, I Hertz has earned his spot. Hertz is Hertz has earned his spot, and then there's Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson. It's like just one of these things is not like the other there. Hi guys. Um, but he's he's there, and like yeah, rushing yeah, he's 834 rushing yards this year. Jeez. That is yeah, that's very solid there. Um, so yeah, it's a tough thing to say, but he is up in that list right now. I, I can't deny it. I can't deny it. Um, we got another kind of a combo matchup. Uh, there is, uh, I don't know where the combo matchup was. I was just trying to tie in, but anyway, there is, um, a, uh, dual, uh, running back situation over the Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Uh, can you play him comfortably both moving forward? I told you Tony Pollard was going to be the bee's knees this year. That, that was on your list there. That was on your list. Um, I was not fully in on it. I'm I'm in on it now 100%. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <saving laughs> really? My, what, what, what told you? <laughs> saving my team a lot right now. Um, yeah, saving my team a ton. But, yeah, Zeke and Pollard moving forward, I, I think it's really good. The Cowboys are going to be scoring a lot of touchdowns. And Tony Romo said it best that, like, you need Zeke for those, like, three-yard. You need Zeke for, the, like, the three-yard. You need a guarantee a touchdown right here. Oh, yeah. Zeke's getting it. Pollard he, got stopped a couple times. Pollard makes some crazier plays with it. So, if you want to go outside. But if you're going inside, you need Zeke. Zeke has just the nose for the end zone. He has the nose for the first down. So, that's where the kind of difference is there. So, I, I think Zeke moving forward is going to be slightly touchdown dependent. Oh, yeah. Oh, but not a, slightly. 100%. Fully. Like, he got 14 for 40, but he scored twice. Yeah, that's it's the only reason you're happy. But I think you can almost, like, bank on Zeke scoring a touchdown every week. I mean, you can say that, but, like, there's not always down at the one opportunity is going to be for Zeke. This, honestly, I feel like with Pollard, there is. He's just going to keep getting these big chunk oh, I said plays. With Zeke. I know, I know. Pollard's going to keep getting these big chunk plays, and then event, they, they're going to start being like, all right. Just sit out for now. Zeke's He's gonna going slow down it's, Zeke getting in the end zone, the red zone, is deadly. I'm not sure the stat, but like, I I put Zeke up against almost everybody in the league for scoring red zone touchdowns. You know what's just as effective over as Jamal Williams? Or red zone t- I, I mean, like, I mean, if you're talking about over, like, if you're talking about for a fantasy standpoint, I, I wouldn't. But like, if you're talking about for a, a um, life on the line, life yeah. on the line, I, I would rather have yeah. Zeke Sorry, get what it. What are you gonna say, Mitch? Oh, it's gone forever. I don't know. Okay. I mean, like the red zone touchdowns. Hang on. Red zone touchdowns since I'll do 2017. Since, since since a month ago. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think Zeke and Pollard are both gonna get like 12 touches a game. It's just Pollard has the more explosivity. You need some TP in your life. Yeah, I can't find it. Uh, I'm not gonna dig in too much, but I, I would still think Zeke has like one of the most like like red zone touchdowns of everybody there. Because the Cowboys have always been good, like they're always a top scoring team. Um, this year their defense is stepping up a ton, so it's giving them a great field position. So yeah, I think I think Zeke and Pollard moving forward, you can definitely start them. Obviously, I'm doing Pollard over, but again, if I had a situation where I happen to have Pollard and Zeke on a team, I'd probably still play both of them. I 
that's not that's not Kittle, I don't think. No, that's Kittle. Oh, that's Kittle. Are yeah. you blind? That's Kittle. I mean, I don't have the best vision. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, that that's it moving forward there. Um, ah! Some some people don't. Uh, uh, some people are saying the Vikings are trash. Yeah, um, I am. I want to see how they respond before I jump down. Not jump on them. This this could be a season changing loss. Basically, they played against the the two best defenses right now. With like the I mean the Eagles at the time were the best defense, and the Cowboys are the best defense. So it's like it's a big problem there. Um, that D line is just impossible to deal with at times. Right, Micah Parsons also did get injured, so he could be missing some time there. So that could affect the Cowboys a lot. Um, it affects the pass rush a lot because you can't just like you don't have to right. worry about Mike uh, Mika, Micah, 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 Micah But yeah, uh, Viking. I am a little bit scared there. I said I, they do not play well against great defenses there. So if you get the rush on, if you get the rush on Cousins, like he's in a little bit of trouble there. I still like the Vikings. I do still like the Vikings. I still think they can be a Super Bowl team, but this cow if they play the Cowboys, I'm putting my money on the Cowboys. <laughs> like the Cowboys I think right now are the team that's like leading they're for the like biggest the biggest dark horse. Yeah, I, I think they're in like I think they're leading that suit. I think they're even better than the Eagles. I'd I'd put my money on the Cowboys over the Eagles. Um for the Super Bowl. Not sure necessarily the division wise, but I think for the Super Bowl. For that, for the NFC, I still don't think they're gonna win. It. I still think an AFC team is gonna win it. I still think the Bills have a good chance. The Bills have looked a little bit shaky, but I think uh, Allen's a little bit banged up. So if Allen gets better by the playoffs, I like it a lot. And uh, yeah, the Chiefs are always up there. The Chiefs are just always gonna be that team there. Um, I guess there's really, I don't really think there's that many Super Bowl teams this year. I really think it's like the Bills, it's, the Chiefs. It's pretty cliche this year for being honest. Yeah, Bills and Chiefs, and then it's the I think the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Vikings looking the best right now. Um, I'm not necessarily going to count out uh, Tom Brady, just because again it's Tom Brady. And the division sucks. Yeah, and the division, they're going to sneak in, and all they got to do is put three good games together. Uh, so it, yeah. it's still in there. There, and the 49ers I think have a chance as well. But oh, yeah. it just kind of seems that there's 49ers seem like a team that's going to make it, and they're just not like do anything with it. Like, I mean, they made it to the like, NFC Championship. I know. I think they can make it to the oh Super Bowl. I think they can make it to the Super Bowl, and I just think just they're just not going to twice its size. But yeah, no, I think there's that there. I think there's very few teams there. So I still think the Vikings, but this was a big wake up call for the Vikings. Like you have to get stuff together before you you have to figure something out to get this team better. I think their offense is still fine, but you get it Kirk Cousins is gonna have to step it up and their defense is gonna have to show up at some point there. Um I'm willing to let this game slide, but again, they're gonna need to step it up. Uh we also got Isaiah Pacheco. Um, starting to become an option over there in the Chiefs, especially with all their wide receivers just keep going down there. <laughs> the more injuries, the more Pacheco becomes necessary. Yeah, I don't love that he's not really involved. Like, they don't do a lot of, like, dump passes to him. Yeah. And then yeah. I said it's necessarily the Chiefs style all around. But, again, that's the one kind of, like, downside with him. Because, like, 86 yards is good, but then you're really relying on that touchdown, I feel like. I have a theory. Gore. The first year that Travis Kelsey retires, I'm bidding all of my money on the Chiefs running back. Because he steals every red zone touchdown. And as soon as he retires, they're going to have to rush like no, let's try for Kyle so Pitts. many more. more. He doesn't, I don't even see him retiring anytime soon. I, it's, it's, uh, I mean, he's yeah. going to just play forever because eventually he's just going to be Whatever, a guy. He wants to outplay his brother, I feel like. If his brother retires, he's like, ah, play longer than you. Well, retire. you can see, like, Tidenzo can still play, like, unless he wants to quit on an elite level. Like, that's he's his just, only thing different there because, like, he could want to quit on the, the elite level, but the if he doesn't. That, but it just depends thing, how many records you want to break. And the thing, too, is, like, with Mahomes, they're a Super Bowl contender every year. And if I was Kelsey, I'd be like, yeah, I will play until I physically cannot anymore. 
Yeah. And if there ever is like a, a situation where like you, you de- Kelsey is definitely like depleting, but even so with like I mean like Jason Witten like came back in the league. Antonio Gates became like yeah. You could become relevant. So like he knows how to run a route. So Jimmy he runs a route. He Graham. can't go anywhere there, but he can just run a route. And he'll get open there, um, and he can still probably throw a four yard pass. So. Like there's still some scary, there's still some scariness there. So I think he's gonna play for a long time unless he wants to like quit on an elite level. But yeah, he he could go for some record. I'm not even sure if he's how he should be on pace for yards, but like I still think he's so far away from like records. I got that. Yeah, tight end, receiving records. Wish I could type faster. Kelsey's 33, by the way. <laughs> See, like that's a that's old for a tight end. Not old, but like. He's as old oh, as oh, sorry. That he made thirty three on like the list. I was like, that no, makes no sense. Oh, you know, he's fifth on like the all time like receiving list. And he's still four. Uh, he's still f- uh, about three thousand yards away from Witten, and then he's five thousand away from uh, Gonzalez. So he has played three or four more seasons, and that's at elite level. So like, I don't know how many more elite levels he has there. But again, like he's still gonna want to play for a long time there. But I didn't realize Jason Witten was. I knew Jason Witten was high. I didn't realize he was that much higher than Gates. You see touchdown wise. Kelsey's at seventy one. He has so he needs forty to catch Gonzalez, and that's second. He needs forty five to catch Gates. So like he's not even in. Like he's so good, but so far away from some of these guys. Like that's just the that's the crazy thing about it. There records are crazy. All right. Uh, going on next, we have um, big league or and this is like last one. No, this is the last one there. We're just with like the fact that like there wasn't that many big names that uh, did too much this week. Yeah, it was a bad week. At quarterback wise, yeah, we have Danny Dines, Jacoby Brissett was fourth this week, and he's all on seventh. Uh, Derek Carr was nine. So yeah, it was a little bit weird there. Um, running back wise, uh, Samaji P Ryan three touchdowns. Oh, that'll skew it. Jumped in there. Um, right now, Najee finished a third. So, like, it's something. The <laughs> That's fact when that you know it's it. like, yeah, it's a little bit weird there. Um, I mean, the rest of that was, I mean, David Montgomery finished high. He's good, though. But, but that's what I'm saying. You can kind of argue it there. But, yeah, there's a couple weird ones. Running backs weren't that weird, but then wide receivers were the weird ones. Wide receiver-wise, yeah, he said, Mari Cooper did it on the road. No, he did it in a neutral game site. Oh, okay. You're doing that, Dad. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, he wasn't away. Uh, they, they were technically the away team, and you, Dorch is technically torching. Oh wow, that looked unimpressively impressive. But yeah, no, yeah. Joshua Palmer went up there. Uh, he did very good. Demarcus Robinson was up there. Um, Olave just showing like why he's gonna be like a why top twelve wide receiver next year. <laughs> like he's gonna be on my team next year. Who? Mm-hmm. Olave. My guy, Chris Olave. I'll beat you over the head with my guy. <laughs> Kristen Watson's like just taking away every touchdown right now. He's looking oh my super God, he good. Is a beast right now. Yeah, he's looking. He's he's finally clicking, and that this is awesome too. This is a good time for him to keep. So just keep on clicking, keep on clicking, Christian Watson. But yeah, now the rest are there. Shut up. <laughs> All right, let's move on. And Traylon Burks is good too. Okay. And Tutu finished at thirteen. I just thought that was funny. Oh, he had one catch. Yeah. I didn't realize that stat. He had one catch for 62 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, man. And that was 12.7. That was wide receiver 13 this week. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know that. DPJ, too, finishing at 10. 
Browns had two. Top ten wideouts. Top ten wideouts. And, like, they were in the game, but also, like, didn't really feel like they were in the game. Yep, was trash. <sighs> All right. Going into starts and sits from last week. Uh, starting off, I had uh, Isaiah Pacheco, running back 18. Good start there. And uh, Cole Komet uh, finished at the uh, tight end 15. It was uh, bad. I know for a fact I had butt good in there. I feel like someone deleted that part. But it was not me. Was it me? Some something seems fishy there. But I, I said bad, but not. I, I said bad, but good because like a couple <laughs> people are ahead of him. I don't think really like Hooper wasn't really a big start yet. Um, Juwan Johnson, people still doubt, and he's finished at fourth again. Um, touchdown machine. Um, he is continue, continuing his production. And like it, the score wise wasn't that crazy. I mean, like he finished at fifteen, and he had five points. And like seven was nine points, so it was like a four point difference there. You weren't really losing too much. There was only two like elite tight ends this week. Well, and Kittle, that's about to be there too. Kittle's at twelve point seven already, but yeah, I mean Kelsey got thirty two point five, and uh, Hooper got seventeen point six. And like, if uh, if Steven's listening on the uh, the fantasy team, Steven's team should definitely just change his name because like again, first off, you should have a name in fantasy football. You should have it. Like that's, that's the first step there. That's fair. But two, to make it his team name, but kind of keep it the same, he just changed it to Kelsey's team. Like, because his <laughs> team relies on Kelsey so much. Sam, I, I was talking to Scotty. I'm like, he has to have had him for like six years now. Basically, yeah. since this league started, he has had Kelsey, it feels like, every season. Yeah. So, like, that's just the funny part about it. Um, and just a, just a fun little check right now. $50 well spent or whatever he went for. It was like, it was like, I felt like it was like 64, but it was a lot. And Juwan Johnson, tight end seven in the year. And Taysom Hill's tight end six, so that's kind of fun. Where's Justin Fields' quarterback ranking? Uh, we said it was four. Yeah. Oh. All right, uh, keep it on to the starts and sits. Do you need a new pair of pants? Are you good? <laughs> ah, crap. Actually, going off starts and sits, we got to talk about that uh, that little league thing we have there really well, fast. you just want to finish the sits, and then we'll go there? Oh, I can do this. Yeah, I can do the starts and sits for us. Um, yeah, uh Garrett Wilson. Like uh, it just feels weird to start the yeah, start. Yeah, I, I always forget about it. I always put it there. I got I to make a note room. of it. I always forget about it. Um, Garrett Wilson, uh, wide receiver, 74. Horrendous. It. I didn't even have to look up. Oh, I have up. another storyline. What is Zach, is Zach Wilson? He's lost his, like, he's not losing his job, but, like, Salah has already come out and said, we're not committed to Zach Wilson for next year. Oh, they, I, okay, I, I must have misread it. I really thought they said they were committed to him. No. No. Yeah, that makes sense there. Yeah. Well, him saying uh, he was not to blame at no, all for I that loss was like a little know. bit tough. Oh, that's a that looks all time bad quote. Yeah, like Sauce has like to go up to him and be like, "Dude, what the hell?" I feel like he just didn't know what to say. Yeah, like I hope he went in the locker room and was like, "Guys, I I really did let you down. I, just, I didn't know what to say." With no, I actually saw on a uh, another podcast um, part of my take. Um, go listen to it after this one. I'm gonna shout him out. Um, <laughs> Not that, uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Not, not that they need. I'll shout not, them out. Not the best. Maybe not the number one sports podcast before. in uh, all of uh, all of football in general. But he's the number one. But yeah, go listen to him after this one. Obviously, don't don't stop this show yet. Keep listening. Um, but yeah, Gary Wilson, uh, horrendous sit. Uh, why does he send for? Oh yeah, but anyway, going with yeah, with uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, he said he didn't even say anything. He was just walking around like, "What's up? What's going on?" Hey guys. Like, he did nothing there. How your mom doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she coming to the facility anytime soon? Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, wide receiver 22, good start for him there. Uh, David Yay. Montgomery, running back six, Yay. amazing start there. That was a big bounce back there. And Jacoby Myers, uh, wide receiver 39, yeah, yeah. 
Like, I, and to say, I felt like that, I didn't want to say bad because, I mean, he's going to fall a little bit, but the couple guys ahead of him, he probably weren't starting. So, they like, scored in three the, points game the entire was... game. <laughs> I know. So, like, honestly, like, that's why I gave it an eh. I, I don't know what to say about it. I don't want to say I want to say bad. It, it leans more bad. It's definitely not good. But, like, I, I think it falls in the eh category. It's a new category I'm throwing in there. I'll take it. Uh, he's in the eh category. Uh, with <laughs> the sits, uh, there was uh, I had Michael Carter and uh, James Robinson, a running back, 46 and 54. Great sits there. Um, DeAndre Swift versus the Giants, running back, 18. I'm saying bad but good. He got that stupid touchdown. I was feeling so good about him the whole game. I was like actually like looking forward to talking about him on the podcast and be like, I was right, good sit. And then he got the touchdown. I was like, ah, man, he's going to get 10 points. I was like, <laughs> he's going to be up there. Um, we also got uh, – Dante Foreman uh, versus Ravens, uh, running back 44. Goodness Great gracious, sit there. Stink against other teams that aren't the Falcons. Yeah. Seriously. Um, all the Rams um, versus Saints, excluding Higby. Um, running back-wise, good decision there. Honestly, it was really just Robinson's the only person that you, He was honestly was, like, the only person for. you were considering. Yeah, no, so he's the only person I got to give you bad for. So, yeah. like, there. But other rest of that, like, <laughs> really good there. I'm sorry I told everyone to sit Tutu Atwell. My bad. Yeah, uh, Dream Hunt, uh, running back thirty. Uh, again, it's it's a good sit there. I, I'm this is a this is another borderline at for me because again, running back thirty for him, just not even being a good player. Like, I feel like he has to almost finish in, like the forties, but it, it was a good sit. It was a good sit for him. And then uh, Pittman versus Philly. Um, <laughs> it was not uh, wide receiver one twenty two. Uh, I was running back a uh, wide receiver twelve. Uh, that was a uh, terrible sit there for it was Pittman twenty two. Seems debatable. No. <laughs> I'm the one who changed this. But yeah, uh, that was well. Now if it's if it's 22, then it would be and it would have been a uh, bad sit, not a uh, terrible sit. <laughs> then going into our streams, uh, Allen Robinson versus Saints, great stream. Wide receiver 13, Russell Wilson versus the Raiders, QB 19, bad stream, and uh, Jalen Warren versus Cincinnati, <laughs> running back 49. <laughs> Um, bad, no exempt, no exemptions, no exemptions for the, the streams. streams. It was hurt. Had no exemption. Then going on to the uh, favorite segment, um, where Mitch is definitely not running away with anything, uh, is the uh, random pool. Yeah, so we're gonna make this quick. Uh, Mitch has a handicap now. He, uh, whenever he spins the wheel, <laughs> he has to interchange a player. No. He scored 160 points. This guy scored 108, and I have 62 with CMC and DeAndre Hopkins left. And, and there's no buys this week, so we kind of just all get a free spin for almost nothing. So we just get one spin each. Yeah, just one spin each this week. Yep. Unless there's any injuries, but I don't think there's any. Um, do, just do, deals? Just, well, yeah. It, it's hard to know because we don't know anything. But um, Yeah, I think everyone else is fine. But you're the one that has Justin Fields? No. I do. Mitch does. Mitch does. So, we're going to give you a preemptive spin for him. Because obviously you're going to take – I feel like you're going to take somebody if uh, there is, like, nothing there. Like, if, if he's not playing. Yeah. But – so we're going to give you preemptive. So here's Mitch's spin first, and then we'll go to Spencer. So – oh, no, we'll go to Spencer first because that's how we normally do it. No, we usually – well, no, that's true. Okay. It works first. So, so this is my spin. This is your free spin? Yay, I'm so excited. Woohoo. It looks glitch. Oh. Oh, oh, you got the Jags. Calvin Ridley. Yay. Here's Etienne. 
18 pick though, but he's not. Hmm. But I have good running backs. That's the problem. Yeah, you can't really do uh, Cook. You could get rid of Firemouth, but I don't necessarily want to get rid of no. Firemouth. No, absolutely not. You could get rid of Conklin. I don't necessarily think you want to get rid of Conklin. <sighs> you could get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Christian Kirk. Just because. You could get rid of Aaron Jones. He's kind of scaring me. There's some arguments there. Yeah, because ETN at least looks... Consistent. <sighs> yeah, it's so tough. You do it? There's so many meh, meh options I could do. I could replace Conklin with Ingram. That's the most meh of all time. Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence are the same to me. Then there's ETN, who actually looks good. So I'm probably going to go with ETN, and let's get rid of Aaron Jones. I really want to get the Packers right now. Like, really bad. Actually, I don't know. I can't remember who I have running back-wise. You have Chubb? Eckler, Chubb. I would get rid of Chubb, honestly, right now, but. I got the Packers. Oh, no, I was got the Packers. Dang it. Oh, went to the Eagles. Oh, I could. Um, That almost seems. I don't think I have. Oh, I have Joe Burrow. Crap. I can't do that. A.J. Brown is taken. A.J. Brown's taken, and I don't have. And I have Devontae Smith. So, Miles Sanders or the quarterback? Back up. And I have Kamara. Yeah, I can't do that. So, I got to just take a. Yeah, I can't do anything. All right, this is your Justin Fields spins, Mitch. So this will not – I will give you the, the benefit. This will not go through unless it's there. So you can't – this is only if Justin Fields is injured. You can take this guy. I really thought I was going to stop Patrick Mahomes. If it was Patrick Mahomes. But, again, it would have had to be like he only could have taken him, though, if he was injured, though, because I don't think he would have necessarily – well, he might have, but it would have been a weird so situation. Tannehill? It would be Tannehill. So you, you, get, you can get Tannehill, or you take a zero. You have to tell us right now that if you want a zero if he's – if, if uh, you want a zero if Justin Fields is injured, or do you want to take – uh, Tannehill. Because if he's injured, you have to take him. If I'd he's not, take Tannehill if he's injured. Okay. And then this is your regular spin. Anyway, so the odds of him being out is pretty high. Are they on by next week? Week fourteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah they 14. do a week fourteen by. And you all, you got the Bengals. T Higgins available? Yeah. I'll take T Higgins over Garrett Wilson. That's fair. This, this is the most BS game of all time. <laughs> We're going to be fine, Spencer. You just got to trust You got to trust the process. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. I love this game. It's going to be a couple games. We're going to get back. We're going to get back. All right. Now going into the starts and sits for week 12, I want to start this off by saying I love the board this week. I think oh. there's so many good starters this week that it is unreal. Uh, I, I honestly like everyone. This feels like a FanDuel week where it's going to be like a thousand points. Uh, it's a little message. It's going to be like a thousand points and FanDuel is going to win it this week. So I, I love the board. I won with 116 this week. It yeah, was it was a bad week this week. Stoked. It is a bad yeah. week. The other one, I was last with like 108. I told yeah. Mitch this. I've been doing so much better in DraftKings than FanDuel this season. Like, I do one DraftKings every week. I made 25 bucks this week. I looked at my handles. None of my lineups did anything. <laughs> DraftKings for the amateur. How's those games? Yeah. Now, I love... Uh, well, actually, not to bring it up there, I did win the league I am with uh, Hammer Time and Anthony. The league I'm in with them, I won it this week. 21 bucks. Hey. And I'm in third for uh, the year because the year payout thing. Nice. And they do it better than yours, uh, your dad league does. They only do the top 10 games where your dad does like total score. So like you can actually have a bad week in this one. It kind of works out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it works out really well when you're doing really good, and I have won that league, so it, it worked out really good. This year, it's a little bit tough. I'm a, I'm a little bit farther behind. But, yeah, going into the starts and sits of the week, 
I'm going to start off with a guy that honestly I think is on the obvious category like last couple weeks, but it is Devin Singletary versus the Lions. Devin Singletary has been on a tear the last couple weeks. I think with Josh Allen being a little bit banged up, they're starting to like rely on him a little bit more, and they're realizing that he actually can be something. So I really like Singletary versus the Lions this week. And again, short week. I, I still don't think Josh Allen's 100%, so Devin Singletary is going to be um, – I just like hearing you talk a good about Devin Singletary. I don't feel like I never talked bad about Devin Singletary. No, no, he did. Nah, nah that doesn't sound like me. Really? Yep. Really? No, it doesn't You're really going to die on this hill again? Yeah, that doesn't oh. sound like me. Okay, so you're out, Chance. Okay, Just anyway. get the Pokemon faster. Yeah, seriously. Um, so my first start of the week is going to be Darius Slayton versus the Cowboys. Unfortunately, Wandale Robinson had his breakout game and tore his ACL at the very end of it. But even before Wandale had his breakout game, Darius Slayton's been pretty involved. The last four weeks, he's gone 6, 6, 4, and 10 targets. He's averaged approximately – he's gone 13.8, 9.1, 19.5, and 11.1 points. And now is the top option in this offense, which is not the greatest looking, but Slayton's always seen – They do enough. They do enough. So I know uh, Dallas is a tough matchup, divisional game, but I still think he'll be just good enough to uh, be fine for you. Yep, That's it. Agree. So I'm going. <laughs> I got a little creative this week. Scotty will chime in next segment. I'm going the Patriots defense versus primetime Kirk Cousins. I want to see how they uh, bounce back against like you know a good opponent in primetime. It's not really the the one you'd pick if you were a Vikings fan who just got blown out forty to three. But you know we'll see how it goes. And that's why I'm picking the Patriots defense. I I absolutely love this start. This is, <laughs> I've never done this before. I've never even thought about doing this. This changed the game. This changed I, the game. Honestly, I'm shocked you have not had a kicker start ever. <laughs> I think I, I don't think it's ever been that bad. Um, if it ever was that bad, I would definitely do a kicker start. But yeah, now that this week was a kicker's week. Like kickers were going off. Yeah, this I had week. 26 points for my kicker, and I'm still gonna lose. So that's hilarious. Yeah, he literally kicked. And 22 th- points from the defense. I think there was like three or four kickers that got 20 points this week. Yeah. Yeah, Bass McPherson, did. Bass. I think and Maher, did. Yeah, and someone else. But yeah, that was a lot there. Um, but yeah, I know I love the Patriots defense play. Oh, I like it. I, hate, yeah. I said I wish yeah. I, I wish I could believe in the Vikings a lot, but uh, dude, if. Uh, I feel like the pass rush is just going to eat Kirk alive like they did, like the Dallas. Yeah, yeah he's going yeah, to he's I, gonna have a fun time. Yeah, I love there. Uh, next, I got uh, Rashad White uh, versus the Browns. Looks like he was, like, taking over the backfield. Uh, looking, obviously, taking over the backfield before the bye. Um, guess there's a statistic that uh, after the bye week, all running backs, like, that usually end up taking over the role after that point, like, especially like the rookies. Oh, all young players always take over. So I'm really liking it there. I, I still feel like, though, when it comes down to it, uh, Brady's going to be like, I want uh, Fournette in. I think Fournette's going to be, like, pass blocking. But either way, I think Rashad White uh, versus the Browns. Browns uh, can't stop a cold right now, so just just start the any running back against them. You can start the third string running back against the Browns right now. I feel like he's going to get a touchdown. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Um, my second star of the week is going to be Tyler Boyd versus the Titans. He had a really not great game. Like, I thought he was going to goose, and then he got two passes at like, the very end of the game to bail him out. But the Titans are, like, I believe they're top five in the league and, like, fantasy points given up to the wide receiver. And Tyler Boyd always seems – jeez. Tyler Boyd always seems to have a blow-up game. And this is kind of just me calling my shot. I think – Tyler Boyd has a chance to like break off a long play and have one of his Tyler Boyd weeks. Yeah, I, he he always he does he does scare me there. Um, Tyler Lockett. 
He is some yeah, okay, I was gonna say that. It was actually kind of aligned to Ty Lockett there. Um <laughs> yeah, it's kinda scared me there. That this week kind of like uh, scared me off of him, but I'm obviously I'm not sitting Tyler Boyd until uh until Chase comes back. Once Chase comes back, I'm, no, I'm yeah. not gonna start him. But again, I still it's almost like when it comes down to him though, it's it's either him or it's like Deontay Johnson. It's like, I don't know. Like who do I want to start there? Like even with like him being the third. See, Deontay Johnson's weird. season has been a struggle. It is a big. He's kind of like being consistent. It's just not good consistent. Consistently, consistently four to five points every he, week. Yeah, he's consistently the wide receiver, like thirty six. But like he's nice. he's there. <coughs> That's nice. Sounds good over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting uh, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert against Houston. Uh, I feel like this is the seventh time you've started one of those players this season. It, this does feel like, yeah, this does feel like. Mitch always has, like, one easy pick, like, every week in this thing. <laughs> hey, I mean, no one's ever called me out on it. So I, I, I think I called you out, like, last, like, two weeks on it. <laughs> I called you out on Kareem Hunt, who has not been a start all year. In my year. defense, I had Kareem Hunt and A.J. Dillon, and I had to change one of them on the fly. So. Yeah, I mean, like, neither one have been, like, a start for, like, the entire uh, season. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, another storyline. Uh, AJ Dillon is droppable. You can drop him now. Yeah, I'm saying sorry, both these guys. They're both going to be in the top 24 this week. That's, I guess, my bold quote-unquote statement. But yeah, Houston can't stop by, uh, the running backs at all. They give it up to the passing for the first quarter, and the team's up by so much they just run the ball. Yeah. I like it. I mean, yeah, I understand. I like Jeff Wilson a lot this year, so I like the double combo. The double combo makes it a little bit top spicier. 24. Yeah, the, the double combo, like that, that seems like where you have to call your shot a little bit more there. Um, and then I'm actually just going to add in really fast until I start that guy. I like the board this much. Uh, Antonio Gibson, and he hasn't been talked about enough on the show this year, uh, versus the Falcons. Your champion? He, he has not lost that role in the backfield. Like, he's definitely, like, splitting carries there. But it, it seems like, again, with um, McKinnon – not McKinnon, um, uh, McKissick being out, I think he's out for the rest of the season. It, it's not confirmed, but it's, he's basically gone for But he's game. a while there. But until he's like until he com- comes back at all, there's no way he's getting good at the passing game there. So he gets a lot of passes there. Um, he's not guaranteed a touchdown, but I love him getting touchdowns. It almost just seems like that Brian Robinson – like, I still think he'd be good next year. But I, it feels like they're just giving Brian Robinson touchdowns just because they have to give him – like, they feel, like, obligated to give him touchdowns they versus the fact that – Yeah, so I feel like and this is Antonio Gibson's backfield there. Um, I don't know the split carry-wise, so I could be completely wrong there, but Antonio Gibson has been very solid all year. Gibson, Gibson had 21 carries, and I think Gibson – or uh, what's the – Robinson had, like, 12, something yeah, like that. Okay. Let's take a guess on where he's he's at right now for uh, – Gibson? Yeah. For the year? Yep. Running back – Oh, he's played like all year. Yeah, he does have eleven games, so I can uh, do RB nineteen. Twenty four. He's uh RB eighteen right now. Oh, that was my first goal. Oh. The running back eighteen. So honestly, Gibson's gonna have one blow up game here and he's gonna finish in top twelve again. Like or he's gonna be like twelve to fourteen again. I just that's just one of my guesses from my like he just he's just gonna be that guy who's just gonna keep doing it. Um he kind of has Melvin Gordon vibes, honestly. <laughs> not, not, not good vibes. I was going to say, Melvin that's vibes. not a good vibe. Melvin Gordon on the uh, Chargers vibes. Uh, but going into the sits of the week, uh, I'm actually going to sit. Uh, the first one there is going to be uh, Samaj P. Ryan uh, versus yeah. Tennessee there. I take the easy one. So, what do you mean this is the, the easy one? Samaj P. Ryan versus Tennessee Titans. I mean, I mean he's going to be the number one. Out, Mixon's out. It's still an easy sit to me. He sucks. How? He sucks. He's, go- he's, he's, been, he's played for Joe Mixon a bunch of times. And he's been good sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he just got three touchdowns this week. I just feel like this is a big trap, especially seeing the top three. You saw three touchdowns this week from him. You're going to feel like he's going to be used a lot. The 
Titans have not let up many. They're the best uh, rushing defense right now. Um, that is a good stat line for DeAndre Hopkins. Seven catches for seven, seven yards in the first half. Yeah, there's no one left. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I just don't – I think this is going to be a trap game for him. I, I think the only person that should really look for Samaji P. Ryan right now is if you are a, um, a mixing owner. Yeah. Just kind of just moving forward. If the, you're a good team with him on – like going to the playoffs, you need to add Samaji P. Ryan. Yeah. But other than that, I don't think he's necessary. I think I don't waste your fab on this week. You, you can you can throw a couple bucks on him for a play this week, but I I don't think it's a sit. I think it's a sit though. The only way I see this not working out as a sit is if he catches like six passes. But you know that's a big it. Mm-hmm. Um, my first sit of the week is legit. Exclude tight ends because tight ends suck. Everybody in the Panthers Broncos game, that game is going to be so gross on every freaking level. Russ is going to suck. Baker's going to suck. Cortland Sutton will be fine. DJ Moore is probably not going to be great. He was 3 for 24 this past week against the Ravens. Broncos' pass defense, way better than the Ravens. Dante Foreman, Shuba Hubbard, Latavius Murray, Marlon Mack, all of them going to suck. Marshall's going to be all right. Who? <laughs> Terrence Marshall. Marshall yeah. He's actually been all right. He keeps, he keeps getting a big play. Yeah, but it's a... And I, know hey, Broncos, he's, I wouldn't play him either. I wouldn't play him either. This, this seems defense, like another easy out. Like, this, this seems like there's not really a guy. I'm saying everybody. Yeah, this, this basically seems like a Sutton sit, though. Like, this is basically what I'm reading out. This is a Sutton sit. I mean, I would still probably start Sutton because... <laughs> this is not everybody. Like, I, I don't feel I'm like... trying to be dramatic here, bro. There's right. a little bit of dramatic there. But, okay, that's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm only sitting five players instead of six. Yeah, I just Party don't feel like it, it's game. just more of like whatever. Yeah. It's uh, Don, Is it Dante Foreman on that team? Yeah, it's yeah. really Dante Foreman. You can argue with Russ, and then you can argue with um, Sutton. Those are only like three. Well, and Dort. And not Dort. Oh, wait, wait. He said exclude tight ends. Excluding, oh, t- excluding tight ends, because okay. tight ends don't need a lot to be good. That's fair. All right, so Browns play at home this week, so that means it's going to be a massive Amari Cooper game. So you should probably sit Donovan Peoples-Jones, even though – even though he has been good, he's been getting 80 yards like the last like five games at least. And he got a touchdown this week, but sit him this week and then start him every other road game. That's all I got to say about Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, he's a little bit weird there. I I still don't fully trust Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like, I always I, see him. Genuinely, if they're on the road, I trust him. Like, yeah. j- just to get nine points, it's I, a guarantee to me. Like, I he only trusts him as like a fill-in and a buy. Like, I don't – I wouldn't start him over almost anybody on the team. Like, even on the road. Like, I just – you're not starting him over. It's like it's Sutton still gonna play there. Um, <laughs> Spencer Sutton and DPJ anymore, but yeah. Both in there. I I would start Sutton. <sighs> no one likes you. Yeah, I'd start JG Thanks, too man. if he comes back. Like easy. Oh, Judy's been good actually. Big J. I would definitely start Slayton over him. I still start Tyler Boyd over him. Yeah, I'd probably start Tyler Boyd. Over uh, but this week though, I'm not gonna start Darius Slayton. I have him on my sit of the week. Uh, versus the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense looks super hot right now, Nasty. and they do not have that many wide receivers. It does not seem like Slayton's. He's gonna get a lot of targets. It doesn't seem there's gonna be quality there. I don't think it's gonna be a lot of yards there. Um, I think he's gonna need PPR to bail him out. I don't. I don't see him being good this week at all. Uh, moving forward after this week, I do. I do like him, but uh, for right now, I absolutely hate him. I wouldn't uh, want to start him, so I agree. Um, my second sit is going to be Michael Pittman versus the Steelers. Like we talked about early, TJ Watt is playing. This defense is elite. And last I checked, TJ Watt's in this game. So I just, with, I know Matt Ryan is like improving the Colts and they almost beat the Eagles, but like this team's pass rush and Matt Ryan's inability to move seems like a recipe uh, for disaster. Did you see him against the Raiders? 
I mean, that was the Raiders. Their defense sucks. 23-yard rush? The Raiders suck. Their defense sucks. Uh, this is another one I don't, don't Steelers, agree with there, though. Uh, Pittman is an everyday starter. I, I understand he's against the Steelers there, but he is the number one target on that team, and he's going to get 10-plus targets. I think you were talking about Paris Campbell. So, uh, I think Pittman's still a leading target guy. I mean, I know Paris Campbell sucked this week, but, you know. I actually, I'm, no, you actually have a debate there. I'm actually checking that out right now while we're looking at it. But I don't think he did much this week. Cause I think no, no, I'm looking at the year, though, the total, like target total. Oh, well, I think Paris has missed a few games, so I might skew it. Uh, Paris has played 11 games. Oh, wow. Okay. To Pittman's 10, and there's a 32 uh, target difference there. In favor of Pittman? Pittman. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so my first sit of the week is gonna be Al- well, second sit of the week is gonna be Alan Lazard versus Philly. There's just bad vibes in Green Bay, and the only good vibes are coming from Christian Watson. So it's gross. You're probably gonna still play Lazard, but I'm saying sit him because I'm sad about him. I do like you said that. I do like you said that because I actually had him on my list too. Of like, should I sit him? It's like he's he's still kind of a tough guy to sit, yeah. but I would I would lean sitting him there this week. I would definitely lean towards sitting him, and I would also start Alan Lazard any, any week over DPJ still. I think. Um, then going on to our streams of the week there. Um, no one's really missing any time, so it's more of a fact that, like, if you um, – it's more the fact if you had an injury that you really need to fill in the spot there. Uh, my guy is Tyler Algier versus Washington. Without Pitts, I just feel like they're going to need to run the ball a ton more. I don't feel like they – now they really don't have Can't a passing game. run the ball more? So, yeah, I don't know if it's possible to run the ball more, but I think they will this week. Um, I got Tyler Algier scoring a touchdown this week. My stream of the week is Garrett Wilson versus the Bears. There's a chance. It's not Wilson. It might not be Zach Wilson. There's a chance that Garrett Wilson got cut after this terrible performance. And if he's cut, I would pick him up and play him. Because if it's Flacco and it's against the Bears defense that is dog water, I would would start Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think almost no matter what. Yeah, just the Bears defense is terrible right now it kind of hinges i would like justin fields to be healthy and playing because that means the game is going to be like you know you're going to force him to score so that would help but but i even think of uh zach wilson is playing this game this is a big get right game for him um and apparently the the coin is telling him to win this week uh, apparently there's a oh, giant yeah, the coin, coin. it yep. has not been wrong 11 and 0 yep which is as a sports well, better it just hurts this week, aren't they no this was a win this week Oh no no they do lose this week yeah they lose and then they go on a five game winning streak so yeah don't yeah he's a he's a scary stream but I I still think he's gonna be a good stream there I'm going with Matt Collins here versus Seahawks they just he they have no one else they have no competition as the number two on this team if it's not going to Devonta Adams it's probably going to Matt, Matt Collins and he's not a bad player so <laughs> this week you don't really need a like. It's hard to pick someone because there's no one I buy yeah no so he's a kind of weird one there but again I like it there so yeah the streams of the week. Hopefully he didn't have the stream this week. Hopefully he didn't have any like the injuries. And again, none of the injuries were like that. They're bad, but they weren't anything like. Pitts you can replace. Like, There's tight ends. Yeah, Pitt you can replace. Um, quarterback wise, I mean Fields like was. There should be someone there. It's probably Jimmy G would be a good stream as well. Jimmy G is just always a stream. <laughs> yeah, he's always on waivers. He's like the best stream. Um, he's got your back. Joe Mixon's a big big one there, so he, he's a big guy there. I thought someone was gonna take P Ryan there, but it's awesome we're on the same page there. The- um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, Mike Williams, but you already probably had someone there for Mike Williams, so it wasn't anything crazy there. Nope. Um, then going on to finishing off with some waivers, um, for some waiver picks there. Like they said, there's every, every team's playing, so hopefully you don't need to pick up people. But. Right. But again, you're going to look for towards kind of moving towards the playoffs. <laughs> Latavius Murray. Yeah, uh, Darius Slayton, he's definitely a good pick up there. Um, Rogers, I guess if you need a quarterback, 
Um, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, Latavius. Well, actually, I put down Rodgers thinking they play Titans, the Titans, and uh, they're playing the Eagles, so uh, don't pick him up. Okay. Uh, uh, Jared McKinnon, he's another scary guy there, but again, if something would happen to Pacheco, he'd be a great he'd be guy. He'd the lone there. survivor. So, yeah. Right. And I do think like he's the third down and like red zone guy still, too. So he has like a baseline. He has a good baseline and the high value touches. Yeah. And if any of your um, like handcuffs are available, so like that Samaji P. Ryan, if you have Joe Mixon, he should be a number one target this week just to make sure you have someone moving forward. But again, a concussion is nothing I'm really scared about. But always remember to have your uh, backups on, the, like, on that team, especially, especially if you now, trust the backups. Especially now, like early on, you need the roster space. Now it's kind of getting simplified, so just pick up your backups. Yeah, some arguments to make for like some like the defenses that have easy schedule there too, if you want to hold on to some of them. But hopefully you have a good set. I, I like to lean towards having a good defense early on uh, versus the stream. Uh, doesn't always work out, though. If you can afford to, but yeah. it's hard sometimes. Right. They're, um, yeah, kickers don't really matter with that. Um, oh, oh, I heard the magic phrase. Kickers don't matter. All right. <laughs> uh, they don't really matter for, like, an extra guy. Like, there's not really, like, the matchup kicker. It's like you have Switching a good kicker. kicker out. Yeah, you have a good kicker. Like, it doesn't matter if you have a good matchup for, like, score. Unless you're, like, you know, like, you're playing the Bears three weeks in a row in the playoffs. In which case, I would definitely pick any kicker up. Against the Bears. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I don't really think there's too many other like really waivers this week. Again, no one on a buy there. Um, definitely have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy watching the uh, the three games on Thursday. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, thanks again for listening. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Seth. And we'll yeah. see you guys next week.